What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Generational Sports. You know, me and Josh here as always, and we're joined by a very special guest. It's been a long time in the making, if we say so ourselves, Mr. Wise Cheese, or as he said today, Cowboy Cheese. What's going on there, brother? Nothing much, nothing much. It's an honor to be on this fantastic show. I've been looking forward to this day. I've always been in the been in the comments pu- pumping you guys up, and I'm definitely excited to be talking about all things sports. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Josh, how are you, my friend? It's been an interesting day, you know, but uh, we'll get into that, why it's interesting. But, you know, yeah, can't complain. Might, been- you know, we might have to add another little jersey up into that collection for all the people out there, you know. <laughs> but – like he said, before we get into everything, it's time to pay the bills, as I always like to say, okay, people? So, if you're into the betting world, make sure you go over to mybookie.ag and use code USM100 to double your first deposit up to $1,000. Listen, if you want to bet on something, that's the place to go. We got baseball on right now. I'm watching a lovely Yankee game. As you can see behind me, got the Yankee stuff up right in front of me. Oh, lovely time of the year. We got basketball. Hey, listen. March Madness, the final is tonight. Get your bets in now. Make sure you go over there. Use my bookie. Uh, next up, we have RxHemp. RxHemp-USN will save you 10% on your entire order. They got the premium CBD creams over there, hot and cold. So if you're a little sore from life, you know, I might be a little sore after I get my second shot tomorrow. Might have to rub a little Rx Hemp on, on the arm. You know, feel brand new when I wake up in the morning. Next up, the Teespring store. Teespring.com slash stores slash unwrapped go check it out we obviously have the unwrapped gear and then if there's a show that you you know simply enjoy on the live lineup you know possibly like this one you can go and check out our merchandise you know purchase some of it put a little put a little dinero in the pocket okay you know we like we like doing this but i like money even more i like money more than josh more than Matt. okay (laughs) i'm just saying i'm sorry but i do and then finally the Patreon store. This is a little bit of a double whammy for you people, okay? So $1, you're just supporting the squad, letting us know you like what we do. Oh, here we go. We already got Christian in the comments, Darnold Panther, Super Bowl incoming. Listen, Christian, we're going to get into that. You're going to make you're going to make Josh, you know, have to go change his pants if you keep breaking <laughs> like so, so Calm down. Calm down right now. But the uh, Patreon, $1, you're just supporting the team. Making you know, showing us that you like what we do. Five dollars, you get ten percent off that store that I was just talking about. You also get entered into a gift card giveaway and access to our Discord chat, where you're like an honorary member of the Unwrapped Fam. So make sure you go and check that out. And then the ten dollar tier, the money maker, you get everything I just said except that ten percent discount goes to twenty percent, and you get entered into a signed memorabilia jersey giveaway or not jersey, signed memorabilia. Each month we're giving away something different. Uh, I believe. Let's see. So last month, so February, we gave away Keenan Allen. Last month, we gave away the David Montgomery. I don't know what's coming on. I don't know what this month is. I'm not sure yet. I don't think we released it yet. But when we know that information, I will make sure everybody knows. But with that being said, you guys know how we start the show over here. Josh, I didn't even ask you, but I'm assuming you have the who am I because, you know, we got Mr. Cheese up here. And I'll say one thing. He's always in the comments getting these things correct. So I have very yeah. high expectations for Matt right so, now. So do I. So it's, it's a tough one. It's not It's not going to be a cakewalk. All right. All right. You know, well, we're going to be nice, though. Scar is our nice guest. I'm going to give him a minute 50. Usually, you know, a minute 30. We'll give him that extra 20 seconds, really rack the brain. All right. 
All right. I was drafted in the sixth round of the 2010 draft. The sixth round, 2010 draft. Uh, what what position? He is a running back. Sixth round, 2010. You said you said running back. Running back. Hmm. What about what about what what teams what teams did he play for? He spent his entire career with the Packers. Oh, oh! So you're talking means, about James Starks. I am talking about James That's Starks. Unbelievable! There we go. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Look at that. See, you know, Josh, you tried. You said it. I you tried. said it. You said it in our text messages. And let me tell you something. I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> I wouldn't have got that, especially only on the third hand. I would have needed something else. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I, I I will say that was that was definitely a great a great who am I player. James Starks definitely has some great years. Yeah. With, with yeah. the Green Bay Packers, I will say that. He would just always show up once or twice in a game and have a monster run. Mm-hmm. Not not quite Tyrone Calico difficulty, but, you know. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Ty, Tyrone Calico was, was a wild card. I've never heard of that before in my life. You guys clearly are playing Madden enough. I do now, so now I'm well aware of him. Like, I see him everywhere. Yo, it's but, nice. But, I mean, come on, dude. Yo, listen, <laughs> here, here's my – I still got beef with Madden, okay, by the way. I got my new Xbox. As you can kind of see the monitor right here, by the way, the gaming setup is coming along very nicely. Mm-hmm. You know, downloaded the next-gen series of Madden thinking, oh, they probably only banned me off of, you know, the other Madden. No, no, no. I download it, spent my hard time downloading that game. I click on it. What am I? Banned. How did, how did you get banned in the first place again? I sold coins. And you know what? If you're asking me, that they're just mad because I'm a better businessman than them. That's true. Hey, Connie, Con- Connie is for, for the people. Hashtag free Connie. You know, hashtag free Connie, please. Madden, I don't even care if you want me back in Ultimate Team. I'm just trying to play like online franchises or the yard. Like, come on, bro. You're going to make me make a whole separate burner account. We're going to look like KD out here. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into the stories because that's what everybody is here for. And you know what, Matt? I think me and you got to sit out on this one. We have to sit out because, you know, a couple hours before we came on, The news came across the feed. Sam Darnold, no longer a Jets quarterback. He's been traded to the Panthers for a 2021 six-rounder, a second and a fourth in 2022. Let me say, first of all, that's more than I thought that they would get for Sam Darnold. But, Josh, Mm -hmm. they're your team. That's your baby. The floor is yours. Yeah, first I just want to say, you know, shout-out Teddy Bridgewater. Came in in a year, you know, where didn't know it was going to happen. Performed solid, but definitely made this offense look not as good as it should have been. And, you know, Sam Darnold is a guy who's never had an offense like this. He's never had a Joe Brady, never even really had because, I mean, Robbie Anderson has been his best receiver that he's ever had, and he's our number two. So we have a running back like he's never had before. Uh, I don't think we've got to see his true potential yet, like really what he's capable of. But – I also think, you know, it's a good move for us because obviously Watson's not coming. He's He's got his own thing to deal with off the field. So I didn't even want him on my team anymore. Uh, I think Darnold is – it's a good shot because, I mean, he is getting paid 18 mil, which is, is quite a lot because we're already paying, you know, Teddy 20-plus. So hopefully we can move Teddy somewhere, get something else. I do think we overpaid, you know, a second, a fourth, and a sixth for – I mean, I think we could have got him for cheaper if we threw in a player or something, but 
I guess that's the deal we went with. But I'm excited to see what this offense can do. It's it's going to be different. I mean, Teddy was very, very, like, cautious. He didn't throw any deep balls that weren't wide open. Darnold is not going to be like that. He's going to take his chances. And I'm excited to see what, uh, you know, Matt Rule and, and Joe Brady can draw up for him. Skrull, let me hear your hot – let me hear it. Let me hear it. What's going on, Perry? Monique in the, in the chat as well. Appreciate all the love. Yeah, we definitely appreciate all love around here. I I feel like it's a it, it is an interesting move by the Panthers. I I was definitely shocked that the Panthers made made the move. I thought it would be one of those where we would kind of wait and see until draft day, you know, in about in about four weeks from now, uh, to see what kind of move the Panthers would make. But I feel like this sends a clear message to me that the Panthers kind of looked at their number eighth overall pick and they kind of figured. You know, Fields might be off the board. Lawrence might be off the board as well as Zach Wilson. We don't really want Trey Lance or Mac Jones at number eight. So I feel like the Panthers just looked at that and said, you know, as much as they probably wanted Deshaun Watson, they probably don't want all of that baggage that Deshaun Watson has with them going on. And they kind of looked at all the other QB options available and said, you know, we we don't want the red rifle Andy Dalton. We don't want him. And they kind of look at the situation that the Jets have at the number two overall pick, all their rumors, whether they're going to get Zach Wilson, whether they're getting Justin Fields. And the Panthers made a move. Hey, why don't we get Sam Darnold here, solve our QB problems, and then we could go in at the number eight overall pick with the with, with the higher standard. So I, I like this move by the Panthers. I feel like this is definitely a this is definitely a make or break move for Sam Darnold. This is a move that will define his career, whether He's going to be a bust or whether he's going to be a solid quarterback because because as of right now, I personally am giving Sam Darnold the benefit of the doubt because he hasn't had good coaches. He had Todd Bowles for he had Todd Bowles for a year. He was a horrible head coach, only one good year with the Jets, solid defensive coordinator for Tampa, but not a good head coach. And then he had two years of Adam Gase, and that has been an utter disaster. So this this move is going to prove to me whether Sam Darnold is a problem or a good quarterback. But overall, I'm excited to see what the Panthers will do with Sam Darnold and and uh, Josh might like this one. I feel I feel like Kyle Pitts at number eight to the Panthers. I feel like he could be what what Cam Newton was with Greg Olson. I feel like you got Sam Darnold, Kyle Pitts. That could be a good one-two punch combo, especially with the offense that the Panthers already have. They could definitely be a team, maybe not this year, but in the in a couple years, could be vying for a playoff spot in the NFC. Yeah, you know, I don't want to get into grading the trade yet. I think that that's a stupid thing to do. You know, I saw Troy Wingo, me and Josh's buddy, uh, tweet out something today. <laughs> no, I still haven't gotten the follow back. I still haven't gotten. Well, he's my buddy. I'll tell you that. Shout out Troy. Uh, anyway, uh, about grading trades when we don't know what's going to happen yet, like. This it can go either way right now. Like I've made it known, I'm not a Sam believer anymore. Maybe coming out of the draft, I think I got caught up in the hype because listen, I've said this before. College is my thing. So if you tell me they're good, sure, I'll believe you because I don't know any better. I'm, I'm. It's the blind leading the blind. If if you were talking about college sports with me, so you know, I thought he was going to be all right. Maybe turn turn the Jets around, but like we said, you can't do anything with coaching. I mean. With the coaches he had, Adam Gase, I mean, he leaves the Dolphins. The entire organization got better. Not a player like Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill changed the trajectory of his career, got better. 
the organization got better. Like we thought the Dolphins were a dumpster fire, and now we're like, oh yeah, they can compete. Like, and and I put that on. I put that on Adam Gase. Uh, Alex, Patriots are going to trade up and draft Pitts to run a three tight end set. Yo, listen, let me tell you, Alex. Don't don't tell anybody else. I wouldn't mind. I really wouldn't mind. Um, or you know, put that. <laughs> Put that man out wide because you know he's basically a wide receiver playing you, tight end. Could, we'll could, you, could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine as a defense trying to guard Johnu Smith, Hunter Henry, and Kyle Pitts? <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is don't even. I don't even want a, a fifth lineman out there. Just put <laughs> Kyle Pitts or one of them out there, and then turn them loose every play. We'll have four blockers. It might be a little iffy back there, but Cam can run. We've seen it. But anyway, we'll get back to Sam Darnold. Listen, it, it can go either way right now because we can look at this trade right now, and if you believe in Sam, you think it's good for him. If you didn't believe in Sam, you might be think it's good for the Jets. If Sam turns out to be good, the Panthers automatically win the trade. Automatically. Because if you have a good quarterback in the NFL, you win anything you do. If Sam Darnold turns out to be all right, then you can start getting into who wins the trade because you can't grade anything until we find out what these draft picks turn into. I mean – if so all of a sudden the Jets go out and draft some god in the sixth round, uh, a start, a day one starter in the second round, and then what was it, a fourth round pick as well? So, yeah, if they go out and, and somehow end up doing that, which, listen, I don't believe in if you've ever seen the Jets uh, you know, do anything. They don't really do it well. Uh, but if that somehow happens, then the Jets win the trade. So it's going to go up in the air. Uh, this obviously makes room for Zach Wilson. There's not going to be that quarterback controversy even though i don't think there would have been one anyway this erases all doubt of what they were going to do with the two pick you know some people thought but yeah just stick with sam get him a wide receiver get him you know some more protection this that and the third it's over now it is over now but you know josh here's another question i have for you you know just for this trade because they the panthers have the eighth pick yeah so do you like this trade who did, all right. Well, I'll, I'll say I'll say it this way first. Who did you want at that eighth pick before this trade happened? I wanted Justin Fields. That's that's kind of who I wanted there. I don't think he'd been available, and I probably would have been happy with Trey Lance too. So, with this trade happening, obviously Sam's going to be your quarterback. You're probably taking somebody else at eight. If Fields somehow is available at eight, does that change your mind on the trade? No. Uh, well, I, I really think I. Like you said, I think I have to wait until the season starts and we see how Darnold looks. Because, I mean, if if Fields and Lance are sitting there at, at eight somehow and we don't draft either of them, I won't be mad because, I mean, we traded for Darnold, gave up a few picks for him, so I wouldn't be too upset. Even if – I mean, he's got to play good, though, obviously. If he plays bad and he's just the same old Sam Darnold, then I'm going to probably look at Trey Lance and Justin Fields, which one of the two will probably go on to have a good career and be like, damn, we could have had them. But I'm happy with it right now because I think he's going to be really good for us. But I, with the eighth pick now, it's the dream is Penesul. That's who I really want. To, but I don't think he falls to eight. I do think he's he's too good to fall that far. Uh, and then would Kyle Pitts. The other, would you take the other tackle? No, nah, I don't think. I think he's good too. I think he's going to be solid. But I don't know if he's worth that eighth pick, especially because we are pretty good at tackle right now. But we have Sewell. I think it'd be a huge upgrade. But then Kyle Pitts is is the other dream pick because we, we can put him at tight end because we don't have a tight end. So he can come in there and, and be that guy for us, and then we have our threats on the outside. But I, I like where we're at. I like this. 
Now, Matt, I know you mentioned some things. What I mean, I know you mentioned Kyle Pitts, obviously. Uh, Josh has mentioned Sewell. What do you think they should do at that eighth pick? Uh, what do I think they should do at that eighth pick? I feel like they should go with whatever the best offensive weapon. You know, whether that be somehow if Jamar Chase falls to number eight, if I'm the Panthers, I'd say why not add Jamar Chase to that to that lineup? Even though you do have DJ Moore and you have Robbie Anderson, it doesn't hurt to have a third receiver there as Jamar Chase. And knowing the kind of ceiling that we have, a lot of people forget Jamar Chase, before before he opted out last year of college, he was the best receiver in, in college football and helped LSU win the national championship. Like, I know a lot of people say Devontae Smith, and he had a phenomenal year last year in college, win the Heisman Trophy. But Jamar Chase is up there as one of the top receivers in in this upcoming draft. So, if I'm the Panthers, and I, if if I if I'm the Panthers, I feel like it's either Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase at number eight. Now, I will say, Josh, I do love the mention of of Penny Sewell. If he's there at number eight, I I might go with that route just because I feel like the key in the NFL is to have a solid protection. Because we saw we saw what happened in the Super Bowl Fifty Five. When the Chiefs didn't have their two best tackles, Mahomes on a bad toe was running for his life, and it did not work out well. So my opinion for the Panthers, at pick number eight, they should just worry about the offense. Now, if you want to go with a hot take, maybe Micah Parsons at, at number eight, if he's still available, that, that, could be, that could be something interesting if the Panthers wanted to work on defense. But I think Josh mentioned before last, last draft, they kind of did more defensive oriented. So I don't think all defense. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. If they went all defense last year, I think this year they're probably going to be focusing on the offense, but I also kind of want to touch on a little bit of the Sam Darnold trade. This is almost kind of like the same situation. Carson Wentz is with Indianapolis. Carson Wentz kind of had a fallout with Philadelphia where he didn't seem to fit in near the end. And now he has to prove himself if he can retain that 2017 almost Carson Wentz for MVP form that that he once had, this is kind of the same situation with Sam Darnold with with the Carolina Panthers. He he did not have good years with the Jets. He was drafted very high by the Jets, I believe. Wasn't he a top five pick with the I Jets? Think he was. I want to say he was the third. Yeah, I want to say he was yeah. the third pick. Yeah, he, he was about a third overall pick. So when you're a QB and you're a third overall pick, you got high expectations. See, and this is my point that I that I think has to be driven home. As CJ says right here, if they get pitch or chase and Sam is still dirt, it's clipped. Mm-hmm. Bro, if you have uh, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Kyle Pitts, CMC, and a defense, Josh, that you really like, you really like, and you are bad, you're done. I mean, mm-hmm. at that point, I mean, I've never, I haven't been defending Sam anyway, so it just helps me prove he was bad. But for the people out there that are defending Sam, if he's bad in a situation like that, and obviously we don't know what's going to happen in the draft. We all got to wait for that to actually happen. But if they get one of these star offensive players and he's bad, there's no, in my opinion, there's no way you recover from that. Yeah, definitely. I, I 100% agree with you on that. This is this is the year where Sam Darnold needs to prove that he, he doesn't have to be an elite quarterback, just, just a solid quarterback, a quarterback that could make – because in my opinion right now, if Carolina do, does things correctly, if at pick number eight they take Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase, if Sam Donald returns to four, we're talking about a Carolina Panthers team I believe, Josh, didn't they win about five five or six games last year? I think we won seven. 
Even better, you won seven. It, it, I feel like if you got Sam Darnold with those weapons, I feel like the standard should be at least at a bare minimum seven seven wins. It, if the Panthers could find a way to win seven games or more next year, I feel like it would be fantastic for Sam Darnold. But it's to be determined. We'll see what the Panthers do at the draft. And hopefully for Josh's sake, Sam Darnold could, could be great because I'll tell you right now, if Sam Darnold is not good – and like Josh mentioned earlier, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, they look better. Josh is probably going to be saying, "Damn, could have had we could have had either one of those young players and be in a good and position." I, and I now am we're getting stuck. a Darnold. I'm getting a Darnold jersey too. It's it's happening. Ooh, you so are. It's going to be I pretty want, static. I want I opening believe. week. I better NFL up behind you. Yeah, I, I, be I better there. I better see be a, a Cam Newton jersey like the no, one no, on the no, right. No. I don't want the Cam one. I want Robbie. And Sam. <laughs> I'll try. Okay. That's I what know. I want. I'm definitely getting a Darnold jersey. The only other jersey I really want is is a, a Brian Burns one. So that would be the only other one. Do you have a McCaffrey jersey? No. I only got the Cam's, the only Panthers That's one. That's disgusting. You have to get a CMC jersey. It's, it's the I new know. era. I know. I do. I just haven't gotten any new ones in a while. You know what, Josh? You're disappointing me. They'll, they'll be on the way soon, though, before the season starts. Listen, we're talking heavy about quarterbacks right now. We're going to get even more into it because with the draft coming up, this this kind of you know takes away a spot in the draft where people thought could go quarterback. With that being said, and uh, you know, Josh, we'll start with you. How many quarterbacks do you think go in the first round? And I'm and you know if even if you want to go further than that. You know, maybe an opinion on who takes on who takes who. I think that there's going to be at least five taken, possibly six. And I'm you know what the crazy thing is, Josh? Before you say anything else, about one of them are going to be good. Yeah, I mean, because obviously the top three we all believe are set. The top two for sure. You know, Lawrence and Zach Wilson, and then three. They say they still love Jimmy, but I think it'll be Justin Fields that goes there. See, that's the thing. I think it's Mac Jones. I could see it being Mac Jones too, you know. Uh, I think Mac Jones, I could see why they want to, but I think they should be smart and, like, look at all these Alabama quarterbacks that played really good in college but just doesn't always translate. Hey, so don't, I think don't, do, don't, don't disrespect – I'm sorry to interrupt. Don't disrespect A.J. McCarron on the Bengals. Remember that playoff in 2015 <laughs> oh, yeah. when he almost yeah. gave the Bengals their first playoff win? <laughs> and then the Bills almost made him their, their franchise guy. But uh, I one move that I really do want to see now that we're not going to take a quarterback, I want Trey Lance to go nine to the Broncos. I think he'd be awesome there. All the talent over there that they have, too. I think that'd be fun to watch. And then I think, Connie, I think your Patriots take Mac Jones. I think he falls I think he falls that far. I don't see him going three to the 49ers. And then Kellen Mond could go at the very end of the round to some team, you know, someone like that. I heard that. the Saints are, are a little interested in the kid. He's, he's good. I mean – Anum was not bad last year, and he was he was really good for them. So I'd be excited for that too. But yeah, six. I'd say five or six. Matt, what you think? Uh, I'd say I'd, I'd say I'd say about the same thing with about Josh. I'd say about five or six. I feel like definitely. Ooh, chef's kiss. All right. Uh, I definitely say Trevor Lawrence for sure. Number one at Jacksonville. That's definitely a no brainer. I feel like if the Jaguars somehow some way draft Zach Wilson. The GM better be fired ASAP and just and just just relocate the team out of Jacksonville. Just the, the Jacksonville fans do not deserve deserve this if they somehow whiff on Trevor Lawrence. But that's not gonna happen because trust me, even a blind man could pick Trevor Lawrence 
as number one overall pick. I feel like number two, I feel like it's going to be Zach Wilson with Sam Donald out of New York. That just seals the deal for me that they're going with the QB. Connie, I feel like your take is interesting with Mac Jones. I feel like if the 49ers do take Mac Jones at number three, that probably means you're going to roll with Garoppolo the last two years and then put in Mac Jones. But with, See, with the thing John with Wayne, that is, too, though, he's Jimmy's been injured these past few years, so you might try to roll with Jimmy, but Mac Jones, is ending, I bet you, ends up playing this year or whoever they draft because Jimmy will get hurt. But my bad, continue. But, but. If the 49ers don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo, I do like Josh's point and them saying them taking Justin Fields at number three. But the 49ers are definitely taking a quarterback at number three. I was I, Whenever the Niners made that move, I was kind of tossing up in my head, you know, whether they'll go with the lineman and Pene Sewell, whether they might go crazy, get a to- double tight end set with Kittle and Pitts like that. That would be super lethal. But I kind of, I'm kind of thinking of it now. I feel like they're going more of a QB route, especially with how Garoppolo's contract is looking. I mean, you look at if the 49ers cut Jimmy Garoppolo, they're saving almost twenty million dollars in cap space. It's not like they got to take on dead money, only like two million dollars. But I feel like for the 49ers, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the draft and also the quarterback. If they believe in Garoppolo, Connie, with with you saying Mac Jones, that makes sense. But if they don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo, you best believe they're taking Justin Fields at the number three quarterback. Now, my fourth quarterback that I believe will be drafted, I do believe it, it will be Trey Lance. Uh, I do definitely like Josh's take of Trey Lance to the Broncos. I feel I feel like it's definitely interesting. I mean, Drew Locke, he had some flashes. Uh, I believe it was two years ago when he went 4-1 and one as a starter, almost the final five games. And, you know, you saw him on the sideline uh, quoting the song Put On, you know, look, looking real, real clever. Yes, sir. And then, and then, you know, last year was a dumpster fire, full of injuries. At one point, the Broncos didn't even have a quarterback and had a receiver start. I mean, I feel like if I'm the Broncos, my personal opinion, I feel like you give Drew Locke another chance when he's fully healthy with his weapons. And then if he underperforms again, then you take a QB next year or you go with the approach – Draft Trey Lance, have him be the backup, and wait until Drew Locke hiccups. Not, not I'd say hiccup one week, but if it's consistent, if he has like two or three straight weeks of awful performance, you put Trey Lance in there, let him ride it out, and bam, you got your QB. And the next QB that I believe will be drafted is definitely, and I believe this will be my fifth quarterback, will be Mac Jones. I do believe Mac Jones will be drafted. In the first round, but I feel like it'll be in more of a late first round. I definitely feel it interesting with the New Orleans Saints. I mean, I feel like if the Saints draft a QB late in the first round, it could be like the same situation they had last year when they had Breeze, Winston, Taysom Hill. You'd have Breeze as your starter, Winston as your backup, and then Taysom Hill you could use as your gadget guy and then your third-string QB. If the Saints want to try and repeat that same success, I wouldn't be shocked if they take Mac Jones at – at the third, at the as their quarterback, have Jameis Winston start, Mr. 30 for 30, have Mac Jones be the backup, and then have Taysom Hill be, you know, your gadget guy. So I think it's going to be five five quarterbacks. I have heard a lot of things about, about Kellen Mond, which have been good things, but I don't think he'll be drafted in the first round. I, feel, I definitely feel like maybe early second, maybe in the second round, I could see Kellen Mond being drafted there. Or who knows, maybe – 
maybe it could be crazy. It could be a crazy draft, and maybe one of those teams late, maybe maybe the Buccaneers want to go wild and say, "Hey, we'll take Kellen Mond. We'll 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 take him at pick number thirty-two and make six quarterbacks. We we'll just let Brady ride it out for four years and have Kellen Mond just re- replace him and then just continue the Buccaneers dynasty. It could be crazy, but I do agree with Josh. I do believe it'll be five to six quarterbacks drafted in the first round with maybe one for sure being successful, maybe two or three being average, and then one of them might be just a bona fide bust. Yeah, I think I'm just going to stick with the pack and and go – you know, I'm going to go six because I think mine is going to end up getting drafted. Uh, I have the draft order up right here, so it makes my life a little bit easier. You know, just going off of this, I definitely – well, obviously, we know the first round set. It's going, you know – Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. I still think that Mac Jones is going third. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I've heard a lot of reporting about it. Uh, I was watching Cowherd today. Listen, I was bored, okay? So I was watching. <laughs> but, you know, he he's hearing from, like, NFL executives that, especially one of them, said that they would be shocked if the 49ers didn't take him. I mean, I'm just going to go with the reporting because, like I said, I don't really know too much. Uh, you know, And then there's other people saying that this is an absolute reach. We're going to find out on draft day, and it's going to be a lot of fun. That's all I know. So that's three minimum because I think the first three teams are taking a quarterback. This is my hot take. I think the Falcons are going to take one. Hmm. I really think the Falcons take a quarterback because they – I don't know. I just think that they're they're a little bit sick of Matt Ryan. I know they transferred a lot of his money. I feel like it's the exact opposite. I feel like they I feel like they should have drafted a quarterback recently, but haven't. I don't think they will again. I don't know. I just I can see them taking Jamar Chase. Like that's that's just seems oh, like well, a- yeah. That, I could see that too. But it, first of all, they have to take somebody on defense because their team is just god awful on defense. Yeah, I was I was thinking. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Connie. I was thinking if they're gonna go defense. Michael Parsons or yep. or or Sir or Sertan from Alabama, you take either one of those two two players at the fourth overall pick, your defense will be slightly slightly better. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I've just heard like the little rumblings about it, and I could see it happening. So I I I, I don't know. Maybe it's the inner, you know, uh, communications major in me that I want a storyline and a. And a, and a weird twist into the movie that is the NFL draft. But I kind of want to see that happen. I could, And if they do pick quarterback, I think fun. it's Fields. I, I think I it's really, Fields. If he can blossom over there, you know, if that, that team can get him right and he could be his full potential with Julio, Calvin Ridley, and, and whatever else to add to that offense, that, that'd be fine. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll have the Falcons taking a quarterback. I, maybe it doesn't happen, but I think it would just be fun, so I want it to happen. Um. I I guess the Broncos are going to end up taking a quarterback as well. I, I could see that obviously happening. I mean, do you? I, I assume that they go Trey Lance there. I don't think that they they would go Mac Jones. And then I'm I'm scared, bro. I really like. I think the Patriots are going to take him. And I say I don't want it to happen, but then I also say that I don't watch college sports, so I contradict myself. I don't why i just feel like mac jones listen here's my thing actually you know what this is what it is even robert Kraft came out and said that the patriots can't draft so i'm a little scared of whoever they draft in, the, in, in that position of the draft i don't care if it was if it was trevor lawrence that they drafted at that position i'd still be a little nervous so 
Don't don't they draft good defensively? It's just horrible uh, offensively. Yeah, I mean, it's mid. I mean, we've drafted Devin, we drafted Devin McCourty, Dante Hightower. You know, some people like that, but you know, there, there's definitely others that uh, we've whiffed on. You know, oh, shout out Cyrus Jones. You, oh my God, Sony Michelle. Well, that was offense. I was going defense. Oh. Um, and then, and then I think that I think the Saints are going to end up taking another quarterback. I think that Mond is going to be that that sixth quarterback that goes to them, pick number twenty eight. Uh, I think that they're just in such a weird position. With quarterbacks, uh, I don't think that they really believe in Jameis. I don't like. I don't think that they believe. Oh my god! Did my dad, Aaron Judge, just hit a home run? Yes, he did. We love Aaron Judge. He got the gap. Wait, then the, the, where does where, where does Brady fit? In? I thought Brady was your dad. Is it is it different seasons? Is it football <laughs> yeah, it season? No, football season. Brady's your dad. Yes, but when absolutely. it's baseball, it's all yes. all yes. all rise. Absolutely, all rise for Aaron Judge. Uh, that's my MLB dad. Brady's my football dad. I'll go Kevin Durant basketball. <laughs> and then I hockey, you can pick whoever you want. I don't care. You know, maybe Lundquist because he was on the Rangers for a long time. But anyway, back to this. Um, wait, I forgot where I was. Oh, no, no, no. The Saints don't – The Saints, I don't think the Saints trust anybody. I don't think that they really trust Hill like that. I mean, listen, we just have some stupid podcasts. I don't see the Taysom Hill thing. I don't want. I I need somebody in the NFL world to explain to me why the hell people like Taysom Hill. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I think that they'll draft a quarterback because they don't really believe in either one of them. They're just saying it for you know shits and giggles, as some people say. And then they'll hope that mine works out. But I'm going to go with six quarterbacks and a little uh, change up with the Falcons taking one because why not? You know, first four picks in the draft. And Matt, you're right. I said it before. One person is going to be a good quarterback. Literally one. There's been like eight quarterbacks over the past 10 years that you, I think you can actually say were worth a first round pick. Like, I mean, well, you know, Josh, this will make you happy. Cam Newton was worth it. I think Josh Allen was obviously worth it. Mahomes, uh, uh, I think Herbert's going to be worth it. Kyler Murray is, was worth it, in my opinion, at least. I, I mean, it, the list is slim. Uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Would you put Lamar? Yeah, no, no, I couldn't. I was trying to remember. Don't worry. Andrew Luck, technically. Yes, Andrew Luck. That was the other one. That was absolutely the other one. So I think RG three. If it wasn't for injuries, if it wasn't for injuries, RG three would have been fourth. Yeah, see, but that's the thing. But, there were injuries, so it doesn't technically work out. You know. So, and one of these players are going to be good, maybe two at best, and then the other ones are going to be here and there, and you know maybe it'll be like. What 2016 with was that Wentz and Goff, you know, drafted yep. back to back and both traded now. So you never know what's gonna happen. But another position that's kind of stacked in this draft, you know, sort of like last year, is the wide receiver position. Just quickly, I want it. I want to hear it. Who's the first wide receiver taken? Stake your claim right now. Josh, who is it? I really think Jamar Chase is going to Atlanta. Like the wide receiver is the last thing they need. But it just seems like Which such an Atlanta that's why move. Draft. Yeah, it's such an Atlanta move. I think he goes for. Hmm. You know, I, I I thought it was gonna be a curveball with this, but I I agree with Josh. I believe it's gonna be Jamar Chase. Now I don't think it's going to be at, to Atlanta. I think it's gonna be to Cincinnati. I feel like Joe Burrow is gonna throw his claim and say, "Hey, draft Burrow at five, and then go offensive lineman, second, third, even fourth round pick, and then just bolster up the line." 
I, I feel like a, a re, reuniting of Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. I mean, we saw that combo in college, and that worked to a T because Burrow won a Heisman, LSU won a national championship, and Jamar Chase pretty much was the best receiver in college football. And I, I feel like – and, I mean, you look at Devontae Smith. Yes, he had a phenomenal year. He had a phenomenal year last year. Won the Heisman, did pretty much everything. But you look at – besides that year, his only highlighting moment – was that game-winning touchdown in the national championship game back in 2018 when Atlanta sports was still being yeah. the, the choke <laughs> artist that they still are to this day. But but Devontae Smith was kind of behind a lot of receivers because a lot of people forget Alabama was loaded. You know, they had Jerry Judy, they had Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddell, and then it was Smith. Eventually, he worked his way up to being the best receiver that we see him as today. But I, I just feel like Jamar Chase to Cincinnati, I feel like that's that's the best option at number five. Now, don't get me wrong, you could make a case for Devontae Smith, but I just feel like what we saw out of out of Jamar Chase, I still feel like he's going to be the first receiver that will be drafted. And I do believe it will be to the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I probably would have went Jamar Chase, but you know, that gets boring. It gets boring. So you know what? Just like my Atlanta Falcons quarterback pick. I'm going to change this one up as well. For some reason, Jalen Waddle is going to go ahead of everybody. He's, he's going ahead of, of Smith. He's going ahead against. He's going ahead of Chase. I don't know. I, I don't think. You know, I could. I really could see the Falcons doing it, Josh. Now that you mention it, like it just makes sense because they're stupid. I think. You know, I, I disagree with you, Matt. Though, I listen. I think. If they if the Bengals pick anything other than the lineman, the GM should immediately be arrested for for plotting against for, Joe Burrow for, for manslaughter. Against yes, Burrow? assisted, uh, uh, you know, whatever attempted murder. Yeah, attempted murder. Thank you. That, that's the one I was looking for. I think he's immediately arrested for attempted murder. Goes to prison for a few years. I think the first team that takes a quarterback is the Dolphins. So I'm going to go with you know Waddle to the Dolphins pair pair up. You know. Will Fuller, Devontae Parker with with Waddle get to a nice little weapon, and uh, we'll see what happens. And I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you guys mentioned the Falcons pulling off dumb moves. It's not as dumb as your team making it to the NFC Championship game and then drafting a third string quarterback in the first round. That is dumb. <laughs> well, you know, Matt. That's you know what I know. You like to bring up your Packers, and that was a perfect segue, believe it or not, mm. because that's what we're doing next. What do you want? your team to draft matt i'm gonna let you go first since you perfectly segued into it what do i want the green bay packers to draft at number 29 i mean there there are many options many options i want i do not want them to fuck up and draft a third string running back i do not want that because i feel like that would be an utter disaster i would lose my shit and i would not know what to do with my life if that happened (laughs) but i do not think it will happen I do believe we're going into the crunch time now. Aaron Rodgers' time is limited. It's not unlimited like I always thought it was. It's pretty much limited. This this year for Green Bay, how they draft will determine to me how we're going to be. Are we going to be an NFC Championship game runner-up to Tampa Bay or San Francisco? Or are we finally going to jump over the hump? And I feel like with this first-round pick, find the Green Bay Packers, I gotta, I gotta get another weapon. I need another weapon. Hopefully, if Terrence Marshall is at twenty nine, give me Terrence Marshall out of LSU. 
Because if there's one thing that Green Bay is lacking is another weapon. Green Bay has everything else. They have the quarterback. They have a solid offensive line. Even though we lost Corey Lindsley, I'm not worried about that because Green Bay is known for developing offensive linemen. Look at Elton Jenkins. He's turned into be a stud. I feel like you move him to center or one of our other centers that we have. Our all lines going to be perfectly fine, especially with Bakhtiari returning. We'll be chilling. We got the running back in Aaron Jones. Was I shocked that we paid Aaron Jones? Absolutely. But we still got him. We got Quadzilla and A.J. Dillon. I'm excited to see what he does. That's three right there. And you got the best receiver in the NFL, Devontae Adams. That's right. He's the best receiver in the NFL. I don't want to hear no DeAndre Hopkins BS. My man's had 18 touchdowns, and he missed four games. 18 touchdowns. He could have broke Randy Moss's record if he was healthy. Dead yeah, ass. Shout out Devontae Smith – or Devontae Smith, Jesus. Devontae Adams for uh, carrying the fantasy squad, though. Appreciate yep. you both. And – and on top of that, our, our defense is slightly improving. We finally got rid of Mike Pettin, that bum that held back our defense. <laughs> Why the hell would you leave Kevin King one-on-one with Scotty Miller with eight seconds left in the NFC Championship game at halftime? I don't know why that happened. It was literally the worst play I've ever seen. I would have fired Pettin at halftime. Hell, I would have fired Pettin last year after we got our ass kicked by San Francisco. Because what was the one thing that San Francisco was good at last year? The Running run. the ball. And Raheem Mostert decides to run for 200-plus yards. So hopefully our defense improves, which I think it will. I feel like we could be one of those dark horse top 10 defensive units. But sticking with the draft, please draft somebody offensively. Now, if they go defense, maybe a corner or a linebacker. But most preferably another receiver because our pretty much our only good receiver we got is Devontae Adams. Devin Funches, my man hasn't played in two years. He played one game with the Colts, got hurt, opted out last year because of unforeseen circumstances. And really the only time we saw Devin Funches was three years ago in Carolina, and he was all right. You know, he wasn't like off the charts. He was okay. And I hate to break it, but if a okay receiver Funches is my number two and he hasn't had a good year in like three years and hasn't played for almost two years, that's kind of concerning to me. Now, Alan Lazard, I love Alan Lazard. Lizard Lizard man, I love me some Alan Lizard. But, I mean, he's an okay receiver. And Marquez Valdez-Scanling is too inconsistent for me. He makes great plays in the NFC Championship game, but then drops a gimme ball twice and then fumbles a ball to lose a game. He's too inconsistent. If we draft a receiver in the NFL draft, I will be happy for one round. Josh? The floor is yours. Be yeah, the GM. I, mean, I want Pitts or uh, Sewell. I don't think Sewell will be there. Uh, hopefully Pitts will be. But I just want, like, Matt made good points earlier. We need skill position. Uh, I think going defense doesn't do a lot because our defense is – it's either going to improve a lot this year or it's going to be around the same. I don't think drafting a Patrick Sertain or a Micah Parsons really changes anything as much as Kyle Pitts would. So I think we go Kyle Pitts. Uh if I'd be really shocked if we did still take a quarterback, that'd be very interesting. And I'd probably be pretty upset about that. So I hope that doesn't happen, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Here's, here's here. I'm sorry to interrupt Josh. Here's one thing I will say. If the Panthers wrap the QB at number eight, I expect Teddy Bridgewater to be traded. I expect him to be traded anyway. Uh, I don't think he'll be here for, by the start of the season. So I, I don't think we'll have, uh, will Greer will be our number two quarterback. Cause I mean, what's the point of paying two quarterbacks? You know, eighteen plus million dollars. 
you only need one of them. So I think we get rid of because we're already going to try to move off of Teddy. So it'd be pointless to have him and Donald there when we could get you know a couple picks for him, maybe. But yeah, in order, I'd want it to go Sewell, Pitts, and then Jamar Chase, and then if the, all of them are gone, then I'd be okay with someone like Patrick Sertain. Listen to me, Bill. Eye contact right now. You ready for this? Just get her. Just draft a receiver. Just just draft a receiver, bro. Listen, I understand. You like your Juco, Northern Texas, Alabama State, weird-ass player that nobody's ever heard of. But just do me a favor. Draft the best available player. Don't do something crazy. Listen, your owner, Robert Kraft, Mr. Mac and Cheese came out and said that you can't draft. That's why they had to spend so much money in free agency. So for the love of God, if Devontae Smith's there, fine. If Waddle's there, fine. I'll even take a – listen, I don't even know if he's actually good. I'm pretty sure he is. Bro, my, my boy who barely watches football, Rondell Moore, he sends me every single highlight from him. He's like, bro, this kid's a beast. So, you know what, even at that point I'll take him because at least it'll be, a fla- it'll be a flash or something like that. I'm just telling you, if I got to hear, you know, Josh Skura out of New York State Tech, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind because I, I, can't, I can't go through another thing of that, Bill. So just draft receiver, finish out the offense. We got Bourne. We got Aguilar. Edelman's going to come back. Myers was pretty promising. We got our tight end set even. Our line is fine. I Listen, I'm not a fan of Cam. No, absolutely not. But, you know, we'll find a quarterback a little bit later, okay, or wait until next year. Don't give me no Mac Jones or or somebody like that. Listen, because I think that there's a drop off after Trevor Lawrence anyway. So, yeah, no thanks. You had your chance to go 0 16, like I said they should, and they didn't do it. So the defense is fine. You know, we we got McCordy. We got uh, Duggar's gonna play safety instead of you know Chung because he retired. Our cornerbacks are fine. Just draft a wide receiver. You still you still got Gilly Lock too. Exactly. Gilly Locke and Jonathan Jones and uh oh my gosh, I can't JC Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills. JC Jackson. Oh, Jalen Mills too. Yes. That is a player that I was missing. We're good. The Pats are back. Exactly. Double digit wins back. next year. All, Mark listen, my words. All, I, listen, I said eleven and six because you know they did have uh-huh. that seventeenth game. No more nine yeah, and no more eight and eights for you cowboy fans. Nah, eight, eight and one. Watch. It's gonna be oh, I would pay so <laughs> much money for the Cowboys to go eight, eight and one. But listen, Bill, just draft me a nice wide receiver, not Nikhil Harry, who runs like he's got a brick on his back. So please just do something correct. Okay. But speaking of wide receivers, A B man, he's still out there on the market. He had, you know, the career was revitalized just a tad bit, I'll say. You know, I had a ring. Yeah, you know, got the ring. You went to Tampa Bay and 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 didn't you know throw furniture off a balcony or or call somebody a cracker. So he, he, did, 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 he, he, well. he even even didn't make a crazy rap song. Whole lot of money. Yo, that was that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Listen, I've made some bad decisions in life. Picking Josh as my co-host is one of them. But I'm <laughs> no, your Carson Wentz for MVP was pretty bad. Listen, I Carson Wentz for MVP again. It'll be my it'll be my ongoing joke until it actually happens because it will. But anyway, AB, you know, revitalized that career, got the ring, 
shout out, you know, NFL dad Tom Brady. But, you know, now he's getting some interest other other places, which I didn't think would happen. I thought, you know, teams would have been done with him by now. But it's come out, you know, maybe if he doesn't go back to the Bucks, the Seahawks are interested in him. And, you know, his cousin's been doing a little bit of recruiting because the Ravens are interested in him too. Now, listen, I I, I kind of want him back on the Bucks because I think he owes Tom Brady his career. So I, I think he should go back to the Bucks if anything. But if not, please go to the Seahawks. Please, A.B., do me a favor, bro. Because if I get to see A.B., D.K., Tyler Lockett, and Russell Wilson, I'm good. I'm good. That's all I need in the NFL because that would be very fun. That's almost on the level of, you know, the Godwin-Mike Evans type of situation. I think, obviously, Godwin's better than Lockett, and I think that – I think I'll still say Mike Evans is better than DK. I'm sorry. Of course. It's a no-brainer. Well, I, can't, I, I, can't, I, can't can't believe, I can't believe he even took a second of thought. Hey, Josh, like a no-brainer. Josh. Hey, no, I, I, I will, what I will are we say, talking about here? I will say, if he, if he continues a progression one day, That's what I'm he saying. might be better than Mike Evans. One day. Like if I'm, right picking, if I'm picking one guy to have on my team right now, I'm probably still picking DK. Well, yeah, Mike Evans hasn't done Buda anything Baker. in like three years. True. You know, yeah. DK might be the best defender on the field as well. I mean, yeah. with, the way, with the way the Seahawks play defense, I'm surprised they didn't try to move him over. But anyway, <laughs> a little they're interested there. So I'm praying to, for AB to the Seahawks because I think it'd be so fun. You know, have him run over the middle, do his nice route running DK, do the same thing. Tyler Lockie run on a streak. They did they? Why do I? Did they go out and get a tight end? Am I? I like well, they, had, they, they, they had they had they had Greg Olson last year, but but he retired. No, I feel like they did I, get a tight end. I too. think they did. Was is that where Higby went? Yes, Tyler yes. Higby. That is where Higby went. I'm pretty sure. Matt, you're gonna look it up for us, aren't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna see Tyler Higby. Let's see here. Mm. He, I mean, it still it still says he's on the Rams one. Let me let me. Oh, this, yeah. a, Wait, good observation. Ever, not Higby. I don't know which one. It, was. Well, it probably was. It Everett. says Gerald Everett. I think it, oh, might, it be. might be. It might. It might be Gerald, Gerald Everett. Yeah, I'm guessing that's. Yeah, right. I knew Gerald it was one Everett. Of yep. it's Gerald yeah. Everett. Okay, Gerald so Everett, listen. and then Will Disley, Luke Wilson. Tight end position could be nice. You know, with Everett, add a little AB in there. I think it'd be real fun. Josh, if you're picking one of these teams, what what's you thinking here, boss? I don't know why the Seahawks haven't already done everything to get him. After the scare they had this offseason of almost sending Russell Wilson to Chicago, you should be doing everything in your power to make sure he's happy. Give him all the weapons he wants. Spend all your money on that god-awful offensive line. So I don't know why they haven't gone after him yet. I, I Hopefully that's where he ends up because that would be fun to see that offense with A.B. Lockett and, and Metcalf. But I could see the Ravens doing it too. They just signed Watkins though, so I'm guessing A.B. was not like their number one option or they didn't want him anymore. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know why Seattle hasn't already done everything in their power to get him. Yeah, I feel like Seattle would be a good spot for, for Antonio Brown, but if there's one team that I would love Antonio Brown to be on, it would Josh, be can you guess for what my, team is? It would be for my the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I would love I would love I would love to see Devontae Adams with Antonio Brown. If Antonio Brown knows his place and being the number two receiver, you're talking Rodgers, Jones, Adams, Antonio Brown. I mean, that's an offense right there where if we can find a way to get Antonio Brown. And another weapon in the draft, 
Mm-mm-mm. We'll be chilling, and we might finally get over the hump instead of losing the NFC Championship game for two consecutive years. And I'm begging on a third straight year. I really think it might be a third straight year where we take a fat L, probably to Tampa Bay or San Francisco. Probably won't, won't be a shocker there. Uh, but, hey, if we want to get over a hump, and, I mean, if, if I'm the Packers, I want to do everything I can to make Rodgers happy because, one, his contract, he's got two years left. He's voiced his reasonings on – you know, he still feels the same about Green Bay as he did last year where he's kind of in the middle. You know, do, do do what the man wants. If the man wants Antonio Brown, bring him Antonio Brown. If he doesn't want Antonio Brown, then don't worry about it. And please, please, Green Bay, don't waste your first three picks because we – we you, you want to hear this, Anthony? We drafted, no, a third string, we drafted a third string quarterback in the first round last year. A third string running back. And a four-string tight end with our first three picks. You know, you know, you know what we say that is. That. You know what we say that is, Matt. We say that's a tough life. Yeah, that's that, a that tough is, life. That's a tough life, and, and, and a tough life hopefully can get better if we draft day one starters. Please, just don't mess you up the draft. What, and Antonio Brown, come to Green Bay. I mean, it may be a small town, but hey, you got Aaron Rodgers, one of the great quarterbacks who just won MVP. Go to the MVP. And last I checked, Russ Cook, it only lasts about – it's an eight, ten-week warranty before he just <laughs> crashes down a little bit. If you want a man that cooks all season long, Aaron Rodgers is right there. Well, you know what, Matt? Speaking of all season long, you get to see Aaron Rodgers cook for one more game. I briefly mentioned it, and I don't think we got to talk about it too much because, I mean, listen, for us, it does nothing but add something to for us in life. The NFL has officially agreed to that 17-game season. There's no more eight and eights, no more nine and sevens. So what do we think? Just real quick, nothing crazy, because, I mean, I don't think that we're going to really disagree on this. Matt, you like the 17-game schedule? I feel I feel like it's interesting. Uh, I definitely – this is the 17th game. I feel like it's definitely going to add more, more revenue. Uh, the only downside, I would say, is it kind of hurts those players that were drafted in the late-round picks because I feel like those four preseason games – those kind of determine, you know, the the underdog story on if a sixth or seventh round pick can make the team. Because in my humble opinion, the first two preseason games are for the main lower guys. The third one is where the, you get the gain of your starters. And kind of that fourth and final preseason game, you kind of get a base of what your 53-man roster is going to be, maybe waiting on two to three more players. So that's the downside there. But that 17th game – I feel like it's definitely going to determine who really is a team that's above 500 and who's below. Because, like you mentioned, there is no more eight and eight. There is, there is no, there's no more eight and eight. There's no more 500. You can't. You're, you're either good or you're bad. There's no mediocre middle. You're, you're either, you're either nine and eight, or you're eight and nine. There's, there's, there's no in between. There's no in the middle. Unless if you somehow manage to tie and go eight, eight and one. That if you go eight, eight and one, you're just horrible. You're bad. Yeah, if if some team manages to pull off an eight eight and one record, just pre please relegate out of the NFL, please, because that that takes talent to be eight eight and one. But overall, seventeenth game, I feel like it's good. I hate that our seventeenth game is against the Kansas City Chiefs, but hopefully it's a Week Seventeen matchup of Jordan Love versus Chad Henney. Because I'll tell you who doesn't hate it: every five. NFL fan. Literally every fan. Uh, that's that's the one thing I will say though. With that 17th game, I really like the way they did the scheduling. 
they, I think it's the same. What is it like the same, like opposite division? Obviously, the NFC and the AFC they play, but it's like the same division, right? No, no, it's different because Not- because no, because if it were the same, we would have played. We would have played the Pittsburgh Steelers. It would have been right. Packers versus Steelers, but instead right. it's uh, Packers versus Chiefs. You are right. But, hey, listen, I don't care. Actually, whatever. I don't know how they did it, but they did a good job because that was one of the games that got added, so I'll take it. Josh, you like the 17 games? I know. Hey, listen, it's one more week of football. I ain't complaining. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we saw how exciting it got when they added the extra wild card game, how interesting week 16 was. So it's going to be just another week of that, so I'm excited for it. Obviously, yeah. the players, the players uh-huh. have their – the, the players have their opinions about it, but uh, I feel like just as fans, you know, we all are, all are going to be excited about it. You know, another week of betting, another week of, of fantasy, and everything. So I'm I lose more money. Let's go! <laughs> and and one thing that this 17th game does, it makes Super Bowl weekend the Sunday, and then President's Day on Monday. So that means you could get you could party hard on Sunday and not have to go to work on Monday because Monday's President's Day. Hey, I got a quick question. Uh, the Jazz are down by eight, and the Spurs are down by ten, and I have both of them in a parlay. I can cash out, and it's not good, but it's still. Should I save face now? Well, how, 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 how much money do you win if you cash out? Do you, do you not get any? Well, obviously a, a lot. Like I cash out for about half of what I bet. All right. How much cool. are the Jazz down by? They're down by eight. They're how much time is left? The like Mavericks. They're playing the Mavericks though. So like, how much time? Luka. It's how about time? to be halftime. No, oh, stick chill. with them. No, stick fine. with it. How, how, about also, how about your team? How about your team? How's the Spurs? Spurs are playing the Cavs and they're down 10 about halftime, too. I'm sticking. Nah, yeah, stick it. Stick, stick, stick it, bro. If it, now, here's the thing if it, if this were the end of the third quarter yeah, or like, or like early fourth, it's a different story, but it, it's halftime. There's, there's plenty of time. I hope, man. I just hate seeing the cash out. And then when I try to do it really late, it's gone. And I'm like, damn, I just. I'm staying with it. I'm not catching. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, listen, Josh. There's another thing that you can bet on anyway. And listen, like I said, college isn't my thing. But even I think I'll watch the national championship game tonight. So who's winning, Josh? Gonzaga. Who's winning? Oh, you know, Matt? Matt's you going Gonzaga? I, I, I've DraftKings has a cool bet. You get Gonzaga plus four and a half at plus 100. So I feel like that's a steal because I do think Gonzaga is going to win, but this game is going to go one of two ways. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be over by halftime for either team. Oh. Or it's going to come down to the two best teams in college basketball, and it's it's going to be very interesting to see. But I'm going for Gonzaga just because, I mean, they got a couple of NBA players on there that are, are going to do good things. So I think they'll win it. I hope they don't lose by more than five, though. You know, I'll go Gonzaga too, just because Caleb called uh, Facetime me the other day. Might have slightly been intoxicated. Just saying, during that uh, UCLA game, and uh, it was very entertaining. So he made me watch it. So Gonzaga hit that game winner. I found it fun. So you know what? Why not? And and I also their center. I think he's their center at least. Flo Thamba. The man looks sixty-five and twenty at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> so I'm rooting for him. I don't know why, but that makes me root for him. He looks a little uh yeah. he's the one with the he's the ginger, right? 
Oh. No, no, you're, you're yeah, talking about Timmy. Hey, yeah, hey, Connie, Connie, no, 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 Cap, you almost got that Timmy stash, almost. It's got to be a little more thicker along here, and then you got it. You got well, down listen, to the whoever that guy is, the ginger dude with the with the handlebar mustache, basically. I'm rooting for you, guy, because I couldn't tell if you were like 65 or not at first, uh, even <laughs> though you're in college. But we'll move on from there. You know, we'll watch that game tonight. We'll go into a little bit of the NBA. We'll go into the NBA. The Clippers are in third place right now, and the Lakers have dropped down to five. So we're getting there. Are we going to get that L.A.-L.A. matchup in the first round? What do you think, Josh? think it's going to actually happen? I really do because the Blazers are close to, you know, jumping up to pass the Lakers, and I would put the Lakers at six. And then if, you know, the Lakers hold the six and the Clippers hold the third for the rest of the season, then we're seeing that 3-6 matchup between them. And then also – the Lakers remain in fifth, and the Nuggets pass the Clippers. We get the 4-5 matchup. So I really think it's going to happen, and I really want it. Because the crazy thing is, if that happens, like, in the first round, either the Jazz, the Nuggets, the Lakers, Clippers, and Suns, someone's going to lose. Like, a lot of those teams are going to lose because they're all going to be facing each other. It's how stacked the West is. So I hope we get it. Uh, we're going to get it eventually, though, I think one way or another. So I'm excited for it, but I really hope that happens first round. Definitely an interesting take. I, I don't think it'll happen in the first round. I feel like it might happen in round two. I feel like for, for the Lakers, well, once the Lakers are healthy, healthy LeBron James, healthy Anthony Davis with Andre Drummond, that, that team is probably the top team in the Western Conference. I know the Jazz are looking good. No, I know the Suns and Clippers are looking good. But a fully healthy Lakers squad, in my opinion, is still probably the best team in, in, in the Western Conference. Maybe maybe it's me being a homer because you know you know me being a Lakers fan maybe a little homerism is showing but I feel like if we're being honest once LeBron James and Anthony Davis get fully healthy the Lakers are gonna finish in the top three in the Western Conference whether that be one or two or three they 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 just have to get healthy once Anthony Davis and LeBron James get healthy as well as Andre Drummond if I'm the Lakers I'm not worried one bit well the only issue is like there's there's about 21 games left. And AD's out for still a couple of weeks, and LeBron's probably out three to four. So it's just about seeding is really what's going to I feel like I feel like if I'm the Lakers, as long as I stay in the three to five range, I, I I'd be okay. Now, if the Lakers somehow fall to six or seven and have to play the Clippers or the Clippers or the Suns, it might be a slight concern in the first round. But if four or five if if they get to play, if they got to play Denver in the first round, I feel like there's no worry. I feel like the Lakers win that easily, really? five or six games. Yeah, I feel Denver. like I feel like, I feel like it, I feel like it'll be, it'll be easy. Yes, they they are definitely look, looking sus, and, and sus is a one S, not two S's. Oh, Mister English class, Mister English class over here. Yeah, Mister English class over here. I agree with Josh. I just I don't know if it'll happen. I can't predict the future but man do i hope that happens oh just because the i think it just creates a very fun storyline with you know are the clippers gonna choke again is lebron gonna lose in the first round just going back and forth it's gonna here's, be fun here's one thing i will say if somehow the clippers beat the lakers in the first round i don't want to hear any more lebron james go talk i don't want to hear it I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to hear it. If he, if he loses in the first round of the Clippers, I want to hear it. Now, <laughs> if he, if he wins title number five this year, through all it the injuries, seven, seven games though. 
if if it goes to seven, I mean, if it, it, it has to go to seven, it has right. to go to seven. If if they lose in five or six games, discussion's done. He's never I lost think, in the first round. I think yeah, I yeah. would cry tears of joy if the Lakers got swept in the first round. Oh man! If the Lakers got if the Lakers got swept in the first round, no lie, I, I just laugh. I would I would laugh and be like, All see, right, I know let's... so many Lakers fans, and I have a nice little wager with Caleb that the Lakers were going to go back to back. So I would then win money as well. And well, I mean, what's the like wager? I, said, I, love, I, I think, I think it might be like two hundred dollars. Oh, so uh, the boys definitely hoping that it happens because you know if that happens, Caleb, Caleb could be you know helping pay off my Xbox that I just got. So you know, you know, I, I would appreciate which it. one. <laughs> which you got two of them, don't you? <laughs> the other one went to my brother. That was a surprise, you know. Oh, his good his guy. guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I wouldn't say too good of a guy because I, my brother's fiance bought it from me for him. I ain't giving away. Listen, uh, I thought you gave it. <laughs> I, ain't got, I ain't got Xbox Series X as presents money. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's calm down there. Maybe, you know, a nice stick of gum. <laughs> nice stick of gum. I, I, I don't know how I'm feeling about a, a whole Xbox is one of those. Uh, yeah, I think LA versus LA would be fun, but we're going to see what happens. What did happen, though, is the Bucks extending Drew Holiday with the four-year, $160 million contract. Uh, you do a little quick math there, $40 million a year. I mean, hey, listen. Uh, is Drew Holiday a $40 million player a year? No. In my opinion, no. But here's the other thing. As we've seen from the Packers, Matt, free yeah. agents are – Exactly, flocking to you know go to Milwaukee no. or anywhere. No, no, no. I mean, unless you talk to Reggie White or Charles Woodson, but that's that that's many years ago. Get somebody via trade who's a you know a, a very good player, which is what Holiday is. You sign them because that's basically the only way you're going to get them is if you draft them or you trade for them. So I don't think the Bucks really had a choice in doing this. Is he a forty million dollar player? Probably not. But, I, I mean, there's been some outlandish contracts handed out in the NBA, and I don't think that this would even rank in the top five of them. So I'm not going to kill the deal. I'm not going to sit here and act like it was the greatest thing since sliced bread either. But, you know, you lock up Drew Holiday, uh, Giannis is locked down, Middleton's locked down. So you got your core going forward. Now it's all about surrounding it with, with pieces, you know, word to the Nets who got literally everybody. And uh, you see what happens. Uh, Josh, you, you hating on the deal or what's good? I think in general, you look at the other guys getting 40 mil a year. Drew Holiday isn't, he's really good. Don't get me wrong. He's one of the best, if not the best wing defender in the league. Uh, his last 10 games, he's averaging 26. So he's really stepping it up. But just compared to the other guys, they're not really in the same category. It's been a long time since Drew Holiday was an all star. Uh, but I think the last time he did it, he was in Philly. So I think for the Bucks, it's a good signing because he's there. Your window is right now with Giannis, with Middleton. They're not going to get too much better than they already are other than Giannis will. But I think it's a good move for them. Uh, they overpaid in trading for him, so you better get the most out of him. So I'm guessing that's why they, they extended him. But if he can keep the playoff that he's been playing like recently into the playoffs, I feel like that's really where we're going to see if he's worth this money, his play in the playoffs. So uh, for now, I think it's a good signing. But if he chokes in the playoffs, you know, if he's just someone that came up, can't come up in those big moments, then 
they're probably going to regret this. Mm, yeah, I, I want to present agree agree with you guys. I, I feel like this is a deal. This is a deal that the the Bucks had to make. Like Connie mentioned earlier, by flaming my Green Bay Packers, nobody wants to go to nobody wants to go to Wisconsin. Nobody wants to go be in Wisconsin in Wisconsin November December. Yeah, even even Wisconsin don't want to go to go to Wisconsin. And I think what what this move signifies for for the Bucks is kind of like what what you guys mentioned earlier. Giannis, Holiday, Middleton. That's your core. In these next in these next two to three years, you have to bring a championship to Milwaukee for this signing to work. Because if you don't win a championship in these next two to three years, then why then, then why would you why would you go all in for Drew Holiday if you were just going to be a second round exit? You know that you you could have easily done that just with Giannis. And I feel like this year with with the Bucks, it's very the Bucks are in an interesting spot because right now they're the third seed at thirty two and seventeen, but ahead of them are the Sixers and the Nets. Nets overall are the cream of the crop in in the Eastern Conference. They had to stop the Nets from signing him. That would be very interesting. The amount of cast base, how the Nets would have been able to sign him. But you know, I feel like the Bucks this year with this signing of Drew Holiday, <clears throat> it, it, it's a hit or miss. Oh, hit, let's go, my uncle John Carlos Stanton with a grand slam. Hey, it's Sorry. not just a grand slam; it's a grand salami. Yes, it is. Oh, shouldn't it, should, should, should it, shouldn't it be Daddy Stanton or is that? No, is that Aaron Judge no. the dad. Jeez, Matt, come on. Stanton's the cool uncle. Gary Sanchez is my like favorite cousin. Uh, was he your favorite Gary- cousin last year? No, no, no. <laughs> 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 Garrett Cole is like my uh, is like my big brother, but that like the cool big brother, not the one that annoys you. Mm-hmm. So you know we're doing all right right now. I got a whole fam, but anyway, right. continue my right. well, well, that's well, well, that's solid. I I feel like the Bucks this year are, are are stuck in the middle. Even even though they are the third seed, if they got to verse the Nets in the second round, there is no way they're being the Brooklyn Nets. There's no way. They're if they got to verse the Brooklyn Nets, they're losing in six games. If they got to verse Philadelphia in round two. It's going to six or seven games. And if I'm the Milwaukee Bucks with the kind of roster that we have that they have, I I don't I don't think it's championship material. Even though they, they re-signed Drew Holiday, which they had to, I, I just don't think it's enough. Um it's the Bucks are in an interesting spot. I mean, I, I feel like they should have made a move somehow, some way, tried to land Bradley Bill by any means necessary to try and win a championship, and they didn't do it. So I feel like the Bucks, they're a team right now that's stuck in second round conference finals, but this is this isn't this isn't a championship team in, in Milwaukee, if I'm being honest, because you're not beating Brooklyn and you're not beating Philadelphia. If you somehow manage to beat either one of those teams, if you got to verse the Lakers or Clippers in the finals, you're not beating either one of those teams. Hell, even even if the Jazz make it to the finals with some sort of pixie dust. Maybe a hot take, but I don't think they can even beat the Jazz. So, me personally, isn't a move the Bucks had to make? Yes, they had to re-sign Drew Holiday. But will it help improve the team? No. They're they're most likely a team that's going to be stuck in second-round exit or conference finals exit. Nothing, nothing special. I don't think this isn't a team that makes it to the NBA Finals. Now, next year, they possibly can. But this year, no. They're, they're not making it to the finals. They'll... 
make it to the second round or conference finals and ultimately lose in six or seven games in either one of those two rounds. Yeah, I can I you know, this is the one year uh I'm kind of excited for for the playoffs. You don't really know what's gonna happen. I think last year we didn't really know what was gonna happen either, but Oh, come on. We knew what was going to happen. You knew the Lakers were going to win the chip. I don't know. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. I, we, a lot of people had faith in the Clippers, including myself. I knew I knew the Clippers were going to show. I, I called it. When I made a little playoff bracket, I'm like, somehow, some way, the Clippers are going to find a way to lose to Denver. And what happens? They I really can't believe that. I still can't believe that happened. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, but with that, you know what else is Unbelievable. This is what's unbelievable. Speaking of those nuggets, you know, Matt, you're really doing good. Are you? Do you have the Google Doc up? No, bro, because you're doing a great job with these like little transitions and like <laughs> it's, it's oh, what a professional. Hey, hey, they call me they call me Wise Cheese, Connie. You know that's true. That is true. Do. The Nuggets haven't lost this train for Aaron Gordon. I'm just saying, you know, just saying. Are, are, is this the championship team? Is this the championship run the Nuggets are going on? Was Aaron Gordon? Mr. Two-time, the people's slam dunk champion, the missing piece. Matt, what do you think? Here's one thing I love is jersey number 50. I love that he's poking, poking a – you know that he's poking a jab at Dwayne Wade for giving him a 9 out of 10. That's why he's got a 50 on his back. Wow. I love – I love – I love that. I love that. that, was, that he's got the I don't 50. know if that's factually true. It is. It, 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 look, it, it, look it, it up. I, I had no idea. He told, I saw he told D Wade post game. He told D Wade post game. That's the interview. greatest thing I've ever seen. That's that just blew interview. my mind. Like, like when I was told that uh, Elizabeth Olsen was related to the Olsen twins, <laughs> that I had no idea about. But that that's a mind blower right there. That's that's a one stuff right there. But anyway, continue. It Matt, is. It is a. It is a one stuff. One thing I will say, it might be. I mean, the Nuggets they struggled er- earlier in the season. I, I will say that. But they're starting to catch fire. This team didn't make it to the Western Conference Finals last year. And if they can get a good seeding, if the Nuggets could get in a to- in the top three seed, I-, I feel like they could possibly make, make another run. And even-, even if they were a fourth seed, as long as they don't get matched up with the Lakers in the first round, the Nuggets are at least advancing to round two. At least to round two. Because I feel like if, if they got a versus Trailblazers, I say they win that easily five, six games. And then you got round two. You'll probably have to go up against either the Jazz, the Clippers, either one of those. I mean, it's a toss-up. But this is definitely a Nuggets team where they could they could be like the Miami Heat of last year, be a fourth or fifth seed and make a dark horse run to the conference finals or the NBA finals. I mean, they definitely have the capability to do that. But I wish – they would have added my man Bradley Beal. If the Nuggets would have added Bradley Beal during the trade, and don't get me wrong, they are undefeated while adding Aaron Gordon. But if but if you could have added Bradley Beal to that Nuggets roster, that's Oof. the finals right there. Oof. I would have been real tough for the NBA world. Real tough. Yeah, good for the city uh, of Denver. Man, they need something good because they don't got much. But Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I'd love the the move. Aaron Gordon, you know, in Orlando, he was good, but they drafted him to be the, like that guy, be their star, and that's not him. The role he's playing now in Denver, it just it fits him perfectly. He doesn't have to be the first, second, even sometimes the third option. Uh, it just adds even more depth to them. You know, before the Nets added 
LaMarcus and Blake Griffin. I think the Nuggets were easily the deepest team in the league. Uh, they still have all that depth now, even with Gordon. You know, Gary Harris is someone that started for them when they had to give up for Aaron Gordon, but he did not put up the production that Aaron Gordon's been doing for them. So, I mean, we saw what they were able to do last year. If they're able to – if Jokic can keep playing like this, I mean, his efficiency is just – it's all-time great right now. So if they can keep playing like this, if Jamal Murray can have another crazy playoff run like he did last year, and if they can all just stay healthy, I think they can definitely make a, a title run depending on, you know, how the Jazz are in the playoffs. But I definitely think they're built for it. Yeah, like you said, this it just adds depth to them. I mean, you look at their you look at the roster now, still have Murray, Jokic, obviously, Josh. I think that's your is that your MVP still? It is. It is my MVP still. Uh, so yeah, obviously the MVP candidate there. I love me some Michael Porter. Love, love oh, yeah. him. Love him. Uh, so you got him. Now you add Aaron Gordon. Like you said, he can be your third option, fourth option, maybe fifth option on some nights. And and like you said, Josh, I think it was a perfect thing. They drafted him to be, you know, their Orlando savior. And that's – we've seen it. That's not what he is. He's a decent player who can contribute to a winning team like he's doing to the Nuggets right now. And – I mean, I didn't even know that they were undefeated with him in the lineup until, you know, you made the Google Doc. and that, been that's betting in- on him. I bet every oh, yeah. game he's been, I mean, making a little bit of money off that. And you know what the, you know what the crazy part is, Matt? What's the crazy part? Not one time did Josh tell me to bet on them. You don't deserve it, man. Come I on. asked you one Come time. On, yeah, Josh, the first time you know I asked Connie for bets, he gives me nothing but losers in a team that wasn't even playing that day. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, <laughs> first of all, it was opening day baseball. I should have known better to bet on it because you don't know what's going to happen. And second of all, it's not my fault that all of a sudden the Nationals want to get Corona and don't play a game. How was I supposed <laughs> to know? So you well, know you're playing the wrong people. But anyway, I I, I kind of hope it is a missing a missing piece to them. I think it would just be really fun to. I think it'd be really fun for them to go deep into the playoffs. You know, maybe even make the finals. I think it would just be fun. Uh, a new team, obviously. I don't think we've seen. When's the last time the Nuggets were in the finals? I don't like, think they've ever been. I, I, I don't think they've ever been. The yeah, closest, exactly. the, the closest you, you they've ever what? been. Even better. Even Mello. better. Yeah, Melo, and then and then last year. Yeah. Yeah. So get a new team in there in the playoffs. Have a little Nets. Uh, Nets Nuggets. I wouldn't be mad. I would not be mad. So it's gonna be fun. We're gonna do if, a little if, if you want to go, I'm sorry. If you want to go crazy, you go Milwaukee and Denver. Nah, I want to see the Nets, bro. I gotta see. I gotta see. I gotta see. No, you want to go? You gotta see why. New York be happy for once. Well, I'm already happy. I'm a Yankee fan, so I'm chilling. I'm oh, good. Yeah. But I mean, listen. I think the you know Yankees gonna win the World Series this year. Nets win the championship. You know, New York brings back some titles because you know it's been a little rough recently. Hey, I don't know, man. Don't don't sleep on a Dodgers repeat. I don't, I don't know. Don't let me say, hey, hey, Dodgers Yankees there. World Series though. I want. I'm going. I'm going. I don't you care if go? a ticket. Oh, I'm going to a. I I don't care if a ticket is a thousand dollars at Yankee Stadium. I'm going to a Yankee World Series game if it's Yankees Dodgers. Are you kidding so, me? So what you're saying is, if, if if the price was right, and if if you had if you had to cut off if you had to cut off your finger to go yes. to a Yankees World Series, well, what's your, you, your index finger number one. Your thumb, no, your right thumb. I can't your do right the thumb. index or the right. I, I'll, I'll give up a ring finger. I'll give up a ring finger. Jo- Josh just said a right thumb. Yeah, well, that's just not. Thumb. That's just not happening. Josh, you're out of your mind. Could you imagine living without a right thumb? Ask your dog how it is. 
He's trying to take it. He's trying to take my thumb right now. Well, you know what? We're going to do some predictions right now. We'll do this quickly. You know, I don't want to keep the people too much on because, you know, now that Matt's here, I want to get into some baseball as well. So we'll do this quick, nice and fast. NBA award predictions. Josh, I'll start with you. I'm going to read it off. You tell me the player. Does that sound right. like a deal to both of you? Yep. Yep. All right. MVP. Jokic. Rookie of the year. Anthony Edwards. Defensive player of the year. Gobert Giannis. Let me get a sixth man. Without a doubt, Jordan Clarkson. No one even close. Most improved? Um, I'll go R.J. Barrett or Julius Randle. One of the Knicks. One of those two. And coach of the year. Definitely Quinn Snyder for the Jazz. Even if they don't win the finals, got to give it to the regular season coach. All right, Matt, on to you. MVP. MVP, I got to agree with Josh. I got to go Jokic. Let me get that rookie of the year. Rookie of the year, Anthony Edwards. Defensive player of the year. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with uh, Giannis. Six man. Got to be Jordan Clarkson. Most improved. Julius Randle. I like that. Coach of the year. This may be a hot take, but I'm going Tom Thibodeau. What Tom Thibodeau has able to do with the New York Knicks, turning them around to a playoff contender, got to be coach of the year. I hate you for that. I hate you for that. I was going to take that one. All right, I'll do me now. MVP, give me John Maz Harden. Give me James Harden, okay? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, give me James. I know that he switched teams and all that, wore the fat suit to get off the Rockets. But give me James. Rookie of the year, got to go Edwards. It probably would have been Melo or LaMelo. Let me not disrespect the actual Melo. Uh, yeah. Defensive player of the year, I'll stick with Giannis. Six man, got to go Jordan Clarkson. Obviously, most improved, I agree with Matt and somewhat Josh. I got to go Julius Randle. I mean, come on, bro. And coach of the year, I was going to take Thibodeau, but Matt stole it, so I don't want to be the same. I don't even – I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know who the coach is, but I want the coach of the Suns. Monty Williams. Monty Williams. Monty Williams. Give me Monty Williams, baby. Why not? Mm. You know? I like that, especially because I believe he's got the Suns out of – oh, he got a Suns out of two seed. I think I got to cash out. I think I should cash out. What? Right, well, what's happens? the update now? What's the update now? Spurs are down 14, man. Ooh. The Jazz are only down five, and I need the Suns to win by eight and a half by halftime, and they're up five. So it's all looking good except for the Spurs. And the cash out's for about a quarter of what I bet. Well, how much did oh. you bet? Don't worry about it. It's just about a quarter of what I bet. So you're losing money still? I'm losing a lot of money. Even if you cash out, you're losing a lot of money? It's either I cash out right now or run the risk of losing it all. I, you know what? I, 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 I would run the risk, bro. Well, bro how, the Spurs how, are how, down how, fourteen. How much, how, how much would you lose? I'm not giving numbers, okay? It's I'd only on, make back got, a quarter gotta, you, of you what gotta, I bet. You got to give the people the numbers. You got no. The people don't need to know nothing about my numbers. The, the people so, need to help you out, Josh. Would you take a quarter of what you bet? versus risking to make all the money that you would on the bet or nothing. Bro, I'm telling you, let it ride. I mean, shit, I like, I like, I like, I like Bro, how risk. much time is left in the first game? Nine minutes in the third. But they have been playing bad. They've been playing bad. It's the yeah, Cavs, one, one run, one run can change everything. And, and, yeah. and it's Popovich. 
That I'm waiting for it, but I'm not seeing nothing, man. Hold it. I, I, I'd say let, let it ride. I would hold. I would hold, but you know what, Josh is not my money. I'm gonna. That, 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 that is true. That is true. It's not. Like, you it's never not get into money. another man's pockets. You never get into another man's pockets. So you know what, Josh? I'm gonna let you live. I'm gonna let you live. And you know, yeah. while you do that, I'll let you ponder because Matt, it's a little baseball. It's baseball season, baby. And like, Josh, and like we said, Josh, eh, you know, he's trying. We're he's got, he's got, he, he's got ERA down. He's got ERA. He's got backstop down. No I couple mean, players. Yes, sir. Do you know Thor? Thor? Yeah. As in the God of Thunder? Not, <laughs> not, no, the, the, the baseball nickname Thor. No, no I'll give you. I'll give you a pass on that one, though. I'll give you a no pass clue. on that. Right. It, 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 it was no. It was Noah Syndergaard. He, he does. Josh, look him up. Noah Syndergaard. Is he the I, guy that played for the Giants? Pitcher? No, Mets. Yeah, he played that, for the that, Mets. He had he he used to, he had long long blonde hair. They called him Thor. He had, he had a flame Thor of an arm. That he he still does. I would assume so. Oh, but uh, Matt, it's it was opening week last you know Thursday. Obviously, my Yankees not off to the best start. I'm okay with it, as we talked in the pre-show lobby. But you know what? What are you thinking of the season so far from the Dodgers' point of view? And then, you know, if there's any other storylines going around in the MLB that's you uh, that you were interested in. Well, Dodgers got a good series win against the Rockies, 3-1. to one. I love the inside-the-park home run. Before you say anything else, I would just like to stake my claim that I absolutely hate the Dodgers because I lost a, I lost my parlay because that game against the Rockies, they couldn't win by more than one run. And they're out here with a two-run lead twice. And both times they let up a run the next inning. So I officially hate them. But continue. But, yeah, overall I thought it was a good solid, solid series win by, by the Dodgers. The one thing I'm looking forward to is that home opening series uh, whenever they unveil that uh, championship banner. You know, I feel like it's going to be great for the city of Los Angeles. And, you know, I just hope for the Dodgers to keep it up. You know, Trevor Bauer looked good for six innings. Obviously, he got roughed up in the seventh. Uh, David Price was horrible in the bullpen against Colorado. That slightly concerns me, especially with him getting up there in age. So, hopefully, it is the first week. Maybe David Price, he'll kick it in gear towards late later on the season. But there's one thing I did love. I loved Julio Arias last game. Seven sh- seven dominant innings of work. Looked phenomenal. Looked like looked like the Julio that I knew in the playoffs, closing out the NLCS and the World Series. He looked phenomenal. Definitely loved seeing that. Uh, a, a little blooper. Uh, that Bellinger home run was definitely the, one of the biggest bloopers I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know what the hell Justin Turner was doing running back in the base path. But if there's one thing, Josh, you take notes as well. One thing as a baseball runner, know where the ball is because you don't want to be like a buffoon and Justin Turner where you run backwards and that Bellinger crosses up. And instead of it being a two-run homer, it's a one-run single. You know, here's my thing, though, with that whole situation. Like, you know, we talked – me and Michael talked about this on Banter. That was such a stupid play, though. And I don't even blame Turner because – he wasn't sure that if it was caught, the yeah. the umpires didn't call it a home run or anything. So he's tagging up or whatever. I don't understand how that play happens because in my head, both of the runners should have been allowed to score for the simple fact that nobody knew, including the umpires, what was happening. That 
I mean, that's like, I mean, in the NFL or something like that, if they scored a touch, actually, no, it happens in the NFL all the time where they score a touchdown and then all of a sudden they call it back because the ref blew the whistle. Like, Mm -hmm. it was just a stupid situation. Like, I felt like, I don't know, I I didn't like it. I, I understand it in every other term. Like, the fact, you know, if it's a, if you're just faster than the other runner and you accidentally go ahead of him, you're out. Cool. Understand that. You're just dumb for doing it. But on a play like that where nobody knows what's happening, I don't understand how you can enforce that rule. Like, it, it, I thought it was dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one thing that I believe is also dumb, Nicholas Castellanos getting suspended two, oh two games for, for enforcing the, the brawl. That was BS. He did not deserve a suspension at all. I feel – I've, uh, and I, I don't know why I don't know why why the MLB does this. Why does the MLB give out BS suspensions? Like Yadier Molina gets no suspension, understandable, but there's no reason that Castellano should have been suspended. And what what did he do that was even suspendable? All he literally did was just stand over the pitcher and flex on him. Like what? Like you maybe we baseball. That's a cardinal sin. That's one of the seven deadly sins in baseball. Yeah, and, and and that's and that's why baseball doesn't doesn't get as much traction as other sports like NFL and NBA. Because NFL, NBA, a lot of people have fun. You see good celebrations, aka Juju and Corvette, Corvette. You know, you get to see you get to see NBA players do killer three point celebrations like Curry, Mello, like Mello with that. Yeah, you even see the bench do celebrations. But for baseball, for some reason, whenever you pimp out a homer. You get being the next pitch, and then there's a brawl. It, it doesn't make sense. In my humble opinion, I don't like it when a pitcher, oh, I gave up a home run, let me be the next batter. Nah, you did you you a punk ass bitch for beating him. It's not <laughs> it's, it's not my fault you gave up a bomb, and then I'm a cause because what I do if I were Homer, this stand up, I go bam, pimp it, throw it, see ya. I'm walking on the bases because I just pimped it. I just swung the hell out of it, and I thought it was good. But overall. The suspension is BS. And other than that, uh, first week of baseball, I say it's good. My fantasy baseball team is starting to make a comeback. Uh, I was down big, but shout out to uh, Jordan Montgomery and Tommy Edmond yeah, for getting some solid hits. Jordan's having a pretty good game. Yeah, he's having a pretty good game. I love to see that. And I do, I did like me some Garrett Cole. He did, he did yeah. do good open opening day. And yeah, hopefully. And, and yeah, and hopefully, you know, let's see what our teams do respectively in the playoffs. So obviously, Connie, big Yankees fan, me, a big Dodgers fan. We're not worried about April. No. We're, we're we're worried about September, October. You know what? Because- it's the same thing. You know, being a Patriots fan, as Bill Belichick always says. Okay, you know, you find out about your team by Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Belichick usually uses the month of September as preseason anyway. That's what April is in baseball. Okay, yeah. listen, I ain't worried. You can lose the seat. You can, you know, they always say you can't win it in April, but you can lose it. I don't think either one of our teams are going to lose it in April, especially the Yankees, because the NL East or NL East, Jesus, AL East is not going to be that good. The, the, the Blue Jays are going to be good. They'll be solid. Mm-hmm. The Tam- 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 Tampa will be respectable. Yeah, but I, I don't think either one of those teams are on are on the Yankees level. As one thing they have the base loaded again right now. DJ LeMay, he up six nothing already. So yeah, you know, and one I thing. Love- Go ahead. Uh, like, yeah, one thing that I will say that you can agree on: the Boston Red Sox stink. Oh my God! I don't know the Boston Look. Red Sox. Ooh. I mean, you talk about rock bottom. I think they got swept by the Orioles. Getting swept by the Orioles is basically like being that's that's that, that's down that's like, bad. That's like losing to the Cleveland Browns that went zero and sixteen. Getting getting, getting, getting swept 
Season yeah, no. In the season series, like if you were the Steelers and you got swept by the 0-16 Cleveland Browns, that's what you just did. That's that's embarrassing. That is embarrassing, you know. But I'm I'm happy this baseball season is finally underway. Got something to watch every night, I'll tell you that. It's not like football where you got to wait for that one day and then it's all over and you got to wait again. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's an everyday thing, you know. Otani is going to be a fun story, you know, him being the first. I think he threw the fastest pitch and had the fastest home run, you know, exit velocity. And so. and, and I want to pray for a speedy recovery for Shohei Otani. My fantasy team needs him because when he got you know, that, split into the plate. My that's my thing. I, I don't know. I, I think it's cool. It brings a lot of attention to baseball, which I'm always down for. But it's it's going to be hard for him to for him to do both at one time. Uh, you know, because what if he takes a line drive back, you know, while he's pitching as DJ rifles one through the first baseline, as he always does, because he's the only actual pure hitter left in baseball. But, um, you know, what happens if he takes a line drive off of his leg or, or arm while he's pitching and then you lose him as a pitcher and a hitter for an extended period of time? What happens if he fouls the ball off his foot? And like, I don't know if he can do both. I think the doing both thing is really going to bite them, especially because Thing, the thing that a lot of people don't think about too, obviously the AL has the DH. If Otani pitches and bats the same day, what happens all of a sudden if Otani mm-hmm. is terrible as a pitcher, like he was in spring training? Obviously he pitched good last night, but in spring training he got bad. So what happens if he goes two innings and gets absolutely rocked? Then that means you have to have your relief pitchers. So that means your bench is gone. Your bench is going to be gone by by like the sixth inning because you're going to have to bring in pinch hitters for your relievers. And then after that, you're going to have AL relief pitchers batting. We think pitchers batting is bad enough, but AL relief pitchers going up to bat? I would literally rather go outside and cut my grass with scissors than watch that. (laughs) So it's going to be an interesting season. But you know what? We kept the people here long enough. Got my little baseball talking with Matt. It's always a good time. You know what? We'll go to the final segment of the show. One of our favorites around here. Stop the cap. You know, Matt, I don't know if you've stuck around for as long. So, you know, this is we, we I have, to, you know, I have I have seen some of the stop the cap. Exactly. So, you know, I get to call each other out. Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be one of us. It can be, you know, something over in the sports world that is just so stupid that, that's currently going on. But, you know, you're our guest. Go first. You know, I will say throughout this episode, I didn't, I didn't really see, I didn't really hear a lot, a lot of cap capsule things that that you guys said. So, I'm not, th- I'm not stopping the cap between you two. I'm stopping the cap on Robert Manfred. What oh, the yeah. hell is Rob Manfred doing, bro? First, first you move the All Star game out of Atlanta, and now you suspend Nicholas Castellanos for two games for basically flexing over a pitcher that gave him a bad tag. Stop the cap, Rob Manfred. Come on, bro. This is why no one likes you. This is why no one watches the MLB. Stop the cap, Rob Manfred. Fire this man ASAP. ASAP, no Rocky, as some people would say. Josh? DraftKings needs to stop the cap. I tried to cash out when you guys were talking MLB. I was ready to give up. And I went to cash out, and when I said processing – it changed of what the cash out was from like a quarter of what it was to like an eighth of what the original bet was. So now I'm just writing it out, you know, just, I mean, the jazz are down eight, the Spurs are down 16 and the Rockets and Suns are tied heading into the second quarter. So, you know, I got, I got, I got nothing but faith 
I really do have nothing but faith. In so the, stop in the cap is on the Spurs. I know they're better than this. Yeah. No way the Cavs with zero big men active should be beating them by 16, let alone. Looking like the Houston Rockets of last year with that small ball lineup. I swear. I'm going to stop the cap on Yankee fans, okay? Listen, I am one of them, but some Your own people. My own people. Because let me tell you something, my fellow New York Yankee fans, you guys make it real hard to defend the Yankees and make people not hate us. Like, listen, I understand. Stan's making a whole lot of money. He went 0 for 5 on opening day, three strikeouts. Guess what? He was our best player in the playoffs. The man, every single thing he hit was a home run. Just hit a grand slam in this game. You're gonna boo him after opening on opening day. This is what we're doing. And then you got to go on Twitter, and everybody acts like the sky is falling because we lost the opening series to the Blue Jays. It is literally difficult being a Yankee fan sometimes with how stupid people are. Like it actually hurts my head. Like, listen, Yankees, the last seven to ten opening series, you know, uh, opening day series, they've lost. This happens. It's a 162-game season. This is not the NFL. Losing a game yeah. or losing two out of three games does not do anything. Yeah, and and it's a- April. It's April 5th. It is not, literally not, not, October, April. not October 5th. Yeah. Not October 5th. April 5th. This isn't the divisional. This isn't the ALDS where if you go down you know, two games, you're in trouble. It is April 5th. The season ends in October. Shut up. But with that being said, stop the caveat, you fans. You're pissing me off. But to end the show, got to thank the sponsors as always. I'm just giving you guys a warning right now. My father, Aaron Judge, is up right now with the bases loaded. If he hits a grand slam, I'm going to tweak. So I'm just giving you the warning. It's a nice two-one count right now. I was going to say, I was going to say, you should take off your shirt if a nice listen. Nobody wants to see that. I promise you, nobody wants to see that. Okay. Um, Oh, that'd be hilarious, though. But would, it like, not, would, it, would, it, would it would it not bring the people on the stream? Oh, it would it would it would do something to the people. I just don't know what it would do. Um, if you're into the betting world, like Josh certainly is, make sure you head over to my bookie, mybookie.ag, and use code US100 to double your first deposit. Nice three-one count right now. Oh, please give him a meatball down the middle. I'm begging you. Um, go over to my bookie, use code US100, doubles your first deposit up to a thousand dollars. Check it out. Bet on the national championship game if it hasn't already started. I literally don't even know what time it starts. Um, it starts at like 8 20, uh, 9 so 20 Eastern time. 9 20. Yeah, it, it's a late one. Oh, nah, the NCAA don't give a shit about us East Coasters. Oh my god, well, on that, a Monday? That, well, that's, that's because I got a team from the West Coast on a Monday. Come on, son. But anyway, uh, mybookie.ag, USM100 doubles your first deposit. RxM, RxM-USN saves you 10% on your entire order. Go check them out if you're a little sore from life, as I always like to say. Get some CBD cream. You'll feel brand new in the morning. Uh, unwrapped uh, – no, page, no, not the Patreon either. Jesus. Uh, teespring.com slash stores slash unwrapped. Make sure you go and check them out. Okay. It was a, fl- it was a foul ball. My bad. Um Make sure you go and check them out. Check out our merch. Buy some of our merch, people, okay? The network has its own merch. And then, obviously, if you enjoyed a wonderful show like this, which, I mean, I don't know how you couldn't. We're fantastic. Uh, go buy some generational sports merch. Put a little moolah in me and Josh's pocket. You know, Matt, if you want to go out there and, and buy some as well, I wouldn't be against it. Um, so, anybody, go buy some merch for everybody. Go support all of the shows on the network. We all do a wonderful job pumping out content for the people. And then finally, the Patreon, patreon.com slash unwrap sports. One dollar, you're letting us know that you like what we do as Judge looks at a strike right down the middle. What the fuck? 
Um, so one dollar you let us know you like what we do. Five dollars you get entered into a gift card giveaway. You also get ten percent off the store I was just talking about, and you get access to our Discord chat where you're like an honorary member of the fam. And then finally, the ten dollar route is everything I just said, except that ten percent discount goes to twenty, and you get entered into signed memorabilia giveaway each month. Last month we gave away that David Montgomery jersey. Shout out uh, Garrett from Iowa, our fellow Bears fan, actually ended up winning it. So perfect for him. We I don't know what it is this month yet, but what I know, you guys will know as well. So make sure you check that out. That's all I got. Got to give you know, this, this is your time, Matt. What you got for the people before you head on out? Well, for the people, my Twitter handle is down below at Matt underscore Scura. Instagram at Matt underscore Scura twenty. And check out uh, me and my great friend Caleb Connor have our very own podcast called MCS Real Sports Podcast. We talk we talk all things NBA, NFL related, you name it. We talk about it. We've done 50 episodes so far available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it. We're available everywhere. Make sure you guys check that out. And I appreciate, pre, I appreciate you guys uh, bringing me on. It's been a long time in the making. I'm finally glad I got to be on this special show yes sir josh yeah follow me on twitter at jolin underscore four uh we have a youtube channel uh generational sports make sure you go and subscribe there and make sure you tune in next monday 7 p.m eastern yes sir as for me you know what it is it's monday 7 eastern me and josh do this show where we talk about everything tuesday aka tomorrow i got the hard count with CJ, me and him go live at nine. We switched it over from 10 o'clock, you know, make it a little easier on us East Coast people. Uh, nine o'clock, make sure you check that out. Everything going on in the football world, we will be filling you in on that. Obviously, going to talk a little bit more about the Sam trade and all the ramifications that that brings to the NFL world. Thursdays is backstop banter. Me and Michael do that show. Uh, everything in the baseball world. And let me tell you, it made our job a lot easier having baseball finally come back. So we are excited about that. Uh, Anthony Connor underscore for the Twitter. Gen Z Sports is for this show's Twitter. Um, and then I have my Twitch account where I put all my podcasts and do a little bit of gaming, especially with the new setup. I'll be getting more back into it. Uh, and especially when school ends because school is kicking my ass right now. Um, but that is Anthony underscore Connor. So make sure you go and check out the Twitch as well. But it was an app. app oh, my gosh. I just had a stroke. Um, it was a great show. Matt, quick, up, quick update. The Jazz are down 16 and the Spurs are down 18. 18? Yeah, 16? <laughs> they were just down 8. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm telling you, bro. I should have cashed out. Damn. Well, you know what? It is, as I said, a tough life. But thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you for watching us, Matt. Pleasure, as always, to have you. Josh, I'll unfortunately see you next week. But until then, we are out of here.